Me, I'm a little slow today because I'm in the middle of uh, it's kind of a tie this morning between my early morning coffee chits and icing my balls after I just slipped on the driveway trying to clear the snow. Wow, yeah, so I got a hot wow. mug of coffee, hot mug of coffee in one hand and cold peas in the other one. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Do you trust anyone that says that they actually enjoy winter? Uh, well, yeah, people that sit inside their warm homes in front of a fireplace and never actually step outside. They have a pantry full of food. They have a bar full of booze and wine. It's it's, it's fine to enjoy winter if you never actually have to go out in it. You can just enjoy <laughs> it from a safe, warm space. Yeah, the trees look pretty, but as soon as I recognized pretty trees outside this morning, I went, ah, shit. Driveway of doom. Pretty much. Pretty much. Being paged by someone right now. Oh, God, now who? Uh, we're just going to ignore that one. Alright. Yeah, that's Sam. Cut that out. Anyway, yeah, I do you do anything during the winter? Like anything outdoors, I mean, I used to ice skate until we'd go so often that our legs would be so sore you couldn't even put pants on anymore. So when I was a kid, I was all about sledding. Like when I was real little, we lived on a farm and there's a lot of hills, you know, so we just go, we just go right up off the front door and go sledding. And then when we moved into town, you know, we found the neighbor kids, they'd show us where the, where the approved sledding hills were and where the non-approved sledding hills were, you know, the really good ones that were steep or spilled out into the street. I mean, half the fun was like checking for cars, checking for cops, and then making a mad dash down the hill. And some yeah, of my that's... favorite memories of like on the normal hill was you'd build like these snow jumps and see how much air you could get or if you crash into people. I remember one time crashing into a guy, pushing him off his sled, getting onto his sled in mid-air. You know, see, that was some James Bond shit, you know, for the elementary school group. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't have to have, like, cell phones recording that just in case somebody got hurt, too. Yeah. There were no GoPros or anything like that. Yet another reason I'm glad... I didn't have a cell phone or anything like that as a kid because there would have been like we didn't know when we went ice skating nobody really knew how to stop all that well but everybody knew how to go really fast yeah so either you'd aim for a snow drift or you'd aim for another person that was unfortunate enough to have stopped in front of you and i know i know of two people one of which i knocked out cold and just remember, I don't, I remember seeing like the look on his face when I caught him with my elbows and him like flying across the air and then sliding across the ice. And then I was pretty sure I killed a guy. And then uh, the other guy who was just, he was also prone to bloody noses whenever he got hit. So we knew when he was at the rink already, because there was already blood on the ice. Nice. But the good sledding hill here was at the water treatment plant of all places. And if you could do it, it wasn't a very long hill, but and it terminated at the side of the building, so you had to bail out before you hit this big brick wall. But the other side of the building, if you could actually climb up onto the roof of the water treatment plant and then jump in midair onto your tube or your sled or whatever, and then slice slide down the hill, you were a complete badass. 
That was always the nice thing about sledding. It was a very, very cheap entertainment. I mean, skis and shit that cost money. Ice skating that cost money. You know, to buy good skates. You know, hockey. Oh Jesus! Don't even start talking about the expense of hockey. Yeah, I know. I had hockey skates, but none of the other gear was. Well, it was really necessary. I mean, we had a few guys that had sticks, and we would play after the rinks closed that night. So we'd be flying around in the dark, hitting oh, each Jesus. other. Yeah, hitting each other with sticks because that was the only time we could play. It wasn't really. It wasn't really. wasn't hockey at all. It was just hitting each other with sticks. Which is how young men entertain themselves. Yeah, I think creative violence like that is probably overrated. Or underrated, actually. I'm sorry. I think that's how you learn to not do stupid things again. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah. You ever been? You ever been fully knocked out before? Uh, knocked out? No. Passed out? Yes. When uh, I tore the. It's actually right when we met. Remember when I was wearing that boot at the radio station? Yeah, that was, I think you, that's how you got the job, was they needed an EOE hire. No, no, it was, they hired me before that. Um, I think it was it was more or less Nick's just wanting to stick it to the other radio group by stealing away their talent. Um, but no, I, I tore the tendons in my right ankle, and I basically passed out. And I remember coming to, because my mom panicked like she usually does, and called paramedics, and they're there with like smelling salts, like waking me up. And so then I went over to the hospital and my foot was so swollen, they couldn't tell if it was broke or not. They x-rayed it and they still couldn't tell. So I had to come back, I had to ice the crap out of it, come back the next day and then they um, x-rayed again and then they figured out like I tore two of the tendons. But yeah, I passed out from that. I've never been knocked out as far as I know. I think I've been knocked out more times than I can count, which explains a lot of things. But I did the same thing when I broke my tibia, actually. I was just out for a walk really late and I slid and I like felt my ankle roll and then I got back up and then I when I stood up and I heard it break when it bent the other way oh, and then that, was, that was the same thing though I walked on it for almost two weeks before it was black and blue up to my knee and I'm oh like, my god I should go get the doctors like we can't x-ray this and this was back in I don't know 2008 2009 when they're like Here's a whole shitload of oxycodone. Mellow down easy for a few days and watch some TV. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm trying to think of any bizarre injuries. Well, what I was thinking of bringing up today was the fact that we got into this a little bit was that you know, two nights ago now, I usually fall asleep with my earbuds in because I need some kind of noise to drown out the fucking clown show in my head. And I pulled them out, pulled them out and realized that one of them kind of came out easier. I've got these pads that mold right inside your ear. And it was actually the earbud pad was jammed inside of my ear so far that I couldn't get it out. Yeah, and I was pretty, I was pretty sure I was going to have to go to the ER to get this removed from my ear. Have you ever had anything weird stuck in a place that it didn't be? No, no, I think I see where you're going with this. Well, yeah, there's the there's the list that comes out every single yeah. year. This is this was actually published on Christmas Day this year of all the interesting objects that people have had stuck in their ear. 
Now, like, or not just their ear inside. I was of say them. not just the ear. Yeah, some of the ear, more notable ones that I'm looking at for ear would be a tapioca ball. How do you make a? I don't know. It just says tapioca ball. Well, uh, it's basically the little tapioca thingies. You know, I'm assuming dry. Um, googly eye, which would be kind of funny because then you'd be staring at the doctor with googly eyes while he was pulling it out of your ear. And uh, car key. I'm assuming that one was probably a tweaker that was trying to start his car and it didn't go well. Well, either that or it was an old man trying to clean his ear with, with a car key. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, my I've... dad doing that. I remember my grandpa doing that. Old guys around town or the church doing that. When you see the old guy that grows the one long fingernail so he can do that, you think it's for cocaine, but no, it's so he can scratch and unclog things. And the right. nose... In the nose, it gets a little more interesting. Uh, tree nut. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a walnut or what specifically what kind of nut that is. Um, gum in wrapper, gum out of wrapper, and pool noodle. Pool noodle? Have you ever seen a pool noodle small enough that you could actually get it jammed in your nose or anybody with a nose big enough that you could get a pool noodle in it? I didn't know they came in other sizes. I don't know. I think we may need to just may need to research this before we get into summer. Oh God! Now throat, obviously, banana is on there. Uh, plastic toy banana, because I guess they didn't want to waste a real one. Well, they were too high to know the difference. Um, salt from one of those salt lamps. Oh God! And my personal favorite. <laughs> Well, actually, there's two. I'm, I got updated. I'm just reading all this again. Mulch. Mulch? Mulch. Did it start out as mulch or did it end up as mulch because of how long it was there? I'm not totally sure. These don't come with real explanations. But you know what? Actually, I think that kind of sounds like the name. All the, the dipshits at the station next door, minus a couple of dipshits, all had awful names. And I think mulch would have been a good one. Anyway, small transistor radio. Being okay. The next, being the next one on the list. And then this one makes... This one's actually got some ex- explanation for it. This is throat again. Drinking coffee out of a chip dip container that had a plastic seal in place. Felt peace break off while drinking. Still in throat. Wait, what? Chip dip? Yeah, a plastic chip con- chip container. I don't know, like a... Oh, yeah, chip dip container. Like the, the seal lid. I mean, I've been so lazy before that I've used the same coffee cup for like a month, a month without washing it. That's what I'm guessing happened. Somebody just didn't want to wash a glass. Oh, what the shit. Now, we're going to get into the weighing now. Oh, must we? Um. Well easy one. I don't know why this is easy, but pen cap. Do you know why? Do you know why pen caps have those little holes in the top of them too, by the way? No. It's so if you swallow them, you won't actually um, cut off all of your breathing. It happened so many times that they started making holes in the top of tops of pen caps. Oh, so I have to give you a tracheotomy. Okay. Yep. Six to seven BB pellets. 
Oh. Now, I don't know if this means that somebody took some buckshot in the dick. Or no more likely. Or was they were like, just trying to fill, fill up their urethra with them? Would you make like a little BB racetrack and kind of follow them in that way? Or maybe they thought they could launch them out with some sort of like mega orgasm. I don't know, but I think we're gonna need to find out. No, um, what? Ah, no. This one's this one's oddly specific. The back of a remote control, not the front. You ever been bored enough that you've just thought about sticking a, a battery door or whatever from the remote in your dick? No, I'm thinking that most of this stuff's probably drug related. Oh. I, mean, I understand being super, super bored, but some of this just kind of seems like, you know, you're really high and it seems like a good idea at the time. I think a good idea at the time should actually be the title of my book. Um, now, this one has some explanation. Piece of hard white plastic that broke off while working with quote unquote crafts. Okay. I'm not sure what kind of crafts. Now, this one I think is just a sandwich gone wrong. Um, fork, pen, and a jelly wrapper. You know, I'm trying to figure out if they were trying to fish something out or block something from getting out. That's or... what I think is there's probably one that went in first and the rest of them were sacrificed to try to get the first thing out. So when my brother was in high school, he worked for um, like a halfway house. Then he worked for some other organizations that worked with emotionally challenged or emotionally not their people or, or you know, for lack of a better word, you know, Down syndrome adults or people that were beyond that. And, oh my God, some of the stories he would talk about, you know, because you get these people, they really don't have any cognitive abilities. It's just kind of all a lizard brain. And he caught this guy, basically took a wire metal hanger, straightened it out and was masturbating with it, shoving it up his urethra. And he had a coworker laughing wow. at him, but then and he looked over and his coworker had shit himself and proceeded to spread the shit all around the room. Which that guy had to go clean up. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's you know, the human brain and its need for stimulation and pleasure and release is terrifying. So Well, I had the home that I worked in where there was the one guy that could blow himself and really didn't care about where he did it. Was he missing ribs? I don't know. I came into this about two o'clock in the morning, and this was high, a high risk place where it was people that were they were medicated to the point where they couldn't be violent anymore. Um, okay. And I came out in the middle of the night to kind of do checks or whatever, and this guy was doubled over himself on the couch, and he just kind of stopped for a second, looked at me, and went right back to it, completely naked. And I couldn't really be mad at him. <laughs> I mean, he kind of beat the boss level of, of life. I, yeah, as I say, wasn't that a, a sketch of Saturday Night Live with... Uh, the yoga with Will Ferrell, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, like, still... this, he's like, this is for me. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe we should try yoga this year. 
You know, I did try yoga once years ago at the radio station when we had like a half off um, uh, membership to the Y. And, you know, so you can get certain classes for you. All you have to do is show up. I remember Sunday mornings they had yoga. And on the little Vietnamese woman that cleaned the building, which sometimes we had these classes, but they're supposed to be like beginner classes. And for some reason, the beginner teacher always had to cancel. So it was always like a, like a, a boss level yoga teacher would show up and would just jump right into hard stuff. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, this isn't for me, you know. No. Yeah, I've done yoga with convicts before. That was interesting. Just evolved into one guy farting, the yoga instructor going, that's totally natural, that's just your body making room for air to all of them farting. The class being called right there. But we got to make sure this is an equal opportunity podcast. So we're going to move on to the lady bits. Oh, God. Now, these some of these actually have an explanation. I'm not sure why. Um, inserted a crayon in vagina. Can't remember if it came out. Think about that one for a minute. Hey. You were guy and you inserted something. Let's just say up your butt. Would you eventually kind of have an idea as to whether or not it came out of there? Well, it depends on how many other things are currently up there. Especially with all the talk of how many nerve endings there are. I don't know. Okay. Had an egg vibrator come apart, leaving part of it in and D batteries inside of. So in other words, the, the part that was meant to come out did. It's just not, not the power part. Okay, now slipped on wet floor at home and also had sex toy in stuck stuck in vagina for eight months. Yeah, that one doesn't seem logical because you think you get sepsis which set in before that. I don't I don't I guess it depends on what it the toy was made out of, but I like the slip on wet floor part, like, oh yeah, I fell on it like five or six times. Um, the domino. Apparently somebody was playing board games. Can of deodorant spray. Have you seen those ads for the Lumi body deodorant? Oh, probably. It's for women's bits or anybody's bits, I guess, but it can be used on all of your parts. I wonder if she would sponsor this just because of the fact that we mentioned a horrible... Somebody was trying to deodorize, apparently, and got the whole can stuck up there. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that whole can stuck up there now with this stuff. You just slap a little bit on the outside. Good to go. Banana made another appearance. And remember in high school, my brother had a classmate that they called Coke Bottle. For obvious reasons. And uh, baton. I'm assuming that was in some kind of either a collapsible like leaf baton or a horrible marching band accident. You know, either one is terrible. Now, the longest list, the longest of the places where holes where you can get stuff in has been rectum. 
now. We're going to damn near kill them. We're going to start with, this is in quotes, crack cocaine with sex objects. Not sure what that means. SD card. Did you have something you really wanted to, you didn't want anybody else to see? I heard a story once about a guy that actually smuggled a live grenade into a jail in Moon, um, Florida, like Miami or something like that, because he was instructed to kill another gang leader. The question is, like, how do you get somebody to pull the pin if you can't? <laughs> Sir, do you have a live grenade up your ass? No, 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 of course not, no. <laughs> Did you have to find, like, the... Would that be the role of the guy that's been made the bitch in the pod? He's like, well, you're my bitch now, so guess what? We're both going to go see the man in the sky. Jesus. But wouldn't you have to, with a grenade, don't you have to, like, unclench then, too, to be able to get it to blow up? What was that movie, uh, Denzel Washington, Man on Fire, where he shoves a grenade up a guy's ass? Is he's trying to track down this little girl that gets kidnapped. Basically, he, t- he lets the grenade blow the guy, blow up in the guy's ass. We, I think we might need to see if we can find a demolitions expert to fill us in on this. Okay, now, sat down on sofa, accidentally sat on ballpoint pen, pen lodges in rectum. That seems like the kind of story you'd hear. If they're, yeah, if they're going fast enough, you know, uh, the angle was just right. Yeah, maybe. One that doesn't is... It, <laughs> now, I don't know why it says undetermined in the front part of this, but it says undetermined, undetermined length of telescope. Does that mean they never got around to getting all of it out? <sighs> Jesus. Pushed drugs up rectum using lighter, was able to retrieve the drugs, but the bag and lighter are believed to still be stuck. So the drugs came out. The item to transport them in and to use them didn't. I could see where that would be a conundrum. Shampoo bottle, of course. Golf ball. Two golf balls. Two golf balls in a bag bottle of fireball whiskey when bottle yeah, fireball no surprise there this is actually funny soda bottle with fireball whiskey in his rectum stuck bottom in stuck bottle in rectum and squeezed I guess when you really need to get drunk right now light bulb handle of brune cell phone Cell phone with flashlight, cell phone with flashlight and battery. Cell phone's on here like 10 times. So I'm assuming they were trying to make some videos if they had the flashlight on. <laughs> the last one, significant amount of string. Okay. If, it's in, if it's in your ass, is there an unsignificant amount? Like there would there would be a certain amount where the doctor would just be kind of like, well... You'll, you'll just pass that but then when he gets to like several feet you're like yeah this is a significant amount you gotta remove it now oh and then this one last one here squirted mixture of bleach and water into rectum wanting to prevent AIDS I 
Not sure where to go with that one. I'm just really no, that, I, <laughs> I don't know where to go with most of this stuff today. I'm surprised at how many times golf ball appears on this list, but apparently if it's golf ball shaped, it's been inside of a person at least once or twice. Well, I suppose it's a poor person's Benoit balls. Or it's a golf fetishist. It just, I've just never been that bored before where I've been like, eh, I bet that would fit. There's a lot of people with too much free time. I think I'm trying I'm to think, oh, I had a cousin, he was a nurse. And one time, you know, they brought in this, like, passed out hobo and they had to put a catheter in him. The guy woke up while he was doing it. And he's just like, that was like trying to fight like a walleye and a lion. You know, you're just kicking and fighting and throwing around. I mean, if you wake up and some other dude's like fishing a hose up your penis, you know, you'd freak out too, I'm assuming. I like the way you put that fishing a hose up there. Sounds like you're trying to like unplug a toilet drain. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. is I mean, you got to be able to like make sure that, you know, liquid in, liquid out. Well, I've removed mine without medical advice or aside of medical advice before. And there's nothing in my mind that sticks out about it, the pain or anything like that. Like, I just yanked it out um, while I was still inflated, apparently. Um, but I remember seeing a nurse running and toward me in slow motion doing like the no! and then peed in about 10 different directions for about a month after that. Gotcha.